operating under the crooked American radio system too long. Bucking Idiots Podcast. Pronounced Bucking Idiots Podcast. Adjective meaning putting out that buccaneer knowledge while entertaining the masses. Being fool asses yet remaining fly at the same time. Now look at yourself. Are you down for this Bucking Idiots Podcast? I know I am. Matter of fact, fuck doing anything else. This is G-Funk saying right on to the real and deaf to the fakers. Peace out. Welcome back to the Bucking Idiots Podcast. It's game day, motherfuckers. Bucks Rams travel out to L.A. to get this W. We talk a little bit about last week's game, but primarily we're going to break down this matchup. Oh, and we got some Bucks takes. So sit back and check it out. Welcome to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, motherfuckers! If Pyros and Crips all got along, they probably got me down by the end of the song. Seem like the whole city go against me. Every time I'm in the street, I hear yak, 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 yak. Man down, where you from, nigga? What do you know? Where you from, my nigga? Where your grandma stay, huh, my nigga? This mad city, I run, my nigga. Bucking idiots! What's good, baby? It's your boy, Stank Bastard, King Idiot. Back at you once again for another Bucking Idiots podcast. And it feels so good, baby. It's fucking game day. We are in LA. I had to get some of that Kendrick on the mic just to give you a little vibe of that LA feeling. We got to get that W. And it isn't going to come easy. We face off against the Super Bowl losers, the 3 0 LA Rams in LA. A game nobody is giving us a chance to win. And we have to come out of there with a W. We can't afford to go one and three. It's a challenge that we need to ball our fist up for and get ready for a fight. Because Aaron Donald and Dante Fowler Jr. and Clay Matthews Jr. and Akeem Tlaib and Marcus Peters and that defense, they come into play. Points will not come easy this game. We better be on our P's and Q's. Jameis better be sharp. We better be able to run the ball. Our offensive line better be ready to hold their own and fight. Or it could be ugly. This is the game that has the potential to get ugly. It's not a great matchup. They're strong up front on the defensive line. And we struggle at times with our offensive line. Especially pass blocking. We've had some success running the ball and we're going to need to be successful running the ball today because we can't sit back and throw the ball 40 times. They can't have Jameis back there with the game on his shoulders. You know, if we get down 14 nothing or we're forced into a very uh, predictable passing situations, I fear for Jameis's health. I fear for our, his life in this game. So we need to continue to run the ball. Whether it's Rojo or Peyton, at this point, I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, they both look good in different scenarios and different situations. Rojo had the hot hand last week, uh, looked really good. But this is a different defense, man. They know. They know what we need to do. They know what our game plan is going in. We've got the horses to get it done if we execute. 
if it's not Bucks beating Bucks. If Jameis can put together another good effort and build on the last two games where he's looked pretty good. Not great, but looked pretty good. We're going to need a better than pretty good performance out of him today in order to get the win. When Marcus Peters and Aqib Talib are going to do a good job against our receivers. So our underneath guys, our third receiver, our tight ends, Cameron Brait, OJ Howard, Brashad Perryman, all those guys need to step up and have a good game. Bobo or Scotty or whoever else gets the opportunity underneath and inside. Because I think we're going to see a little bit more of the quick passing game than we've seen so far. Uh, I think that it's kind of necessitated versus a team like this who can lock down your outside receivers. I mean, don't get it twisted. Nobody should be able to lock down Mike Evans. And if Jameis throws accurately, Mike Evans should eat no matter who's lined up against him because he is a physical mismatch against Peters and Tlaib. But those guys have incredible ball skills. And if Jameis slips up a little bit, it's a pick. And we don't need Jameis to throw picks. This has to be a pretty turnover-free game for us. We can't beat ourselves. We're going to need our defense to force some turnovers. We need our special teams to play a whole lot fucking better than they played in the first three weeks. So I'm not excited about how our offense matches up with their defense, but you could say that for pretty much any offense versus that Rams defense. Carolina put up some numbers against them. Christian McCaffrey had a big game, but they still won. And uh, they held the Saints to nine points. And last week, they shut down the Cleveland Browns offense. I watched most of that game. The Browns offense looked terrible. OBJ had like 56 yards receiving. Um, so they're formidable. We know that. That's what took them to the Super Bowl last year. It wasn't their offense. Um, their defense is one of the best in the NFL. And I expect we'll see that same effort out of them this week. Although... I'm hoping maybe they're looking ahead a little bit to Thursday night. They have one of those short week scenarios where they're playing, you know, one of their biggest rivals in Seattle. So maybe it's a maybe a little bit of a look ahead game for them. But you don't get that too often in the NFL. They're 3-0. They're looking to go 4-0. and And I expect it's going to be a dogfight. If we win this game, we're going to earn it. Now on to the defensive side of the ball. How do we match up versus their weapons and their system? And what I think it comes down to for us is whether or not we can get pressure on golf. If we can continue to stop the run, how we're getting pressure. Are we having to bring five or six guys in order to get pressure and leaving this young secondary back there to cover these speedy wide receivers? All those scenarios are likely going to dictate how well we're able to stop them. I mean, we've been able to shut down opposing teams run game so far i mean we held mccaffrey to shit barkley wasn't doing shit until he got hurt uh the 49ers had a little bit of success running wide on us running us back and forth but they didn't have a big game against us rushing the ball either so i'm hoping we can shut Gurley down i hope we get pressure on golf with four or maybe five we want to see Shaq Barrett continue to eat. We want to see Nassib get after the quarterback. I think Nassib had a real good game last week. From some of the cut-ups from uh, J.C. Cornell and Real Bucks Talk and a lot of the other guys who post clips, uh, Nassib 
was right there on many of those sacks that Shaq Barrett had. And on one of them, he even forced uh, Daniel Jones right into Shaq's lap. So I think Nassib's been productive so far, but you want to see him also get his hands on the quarterback and get some sacks. Sue and Vita up front, it's they're formidable, man. Nobody wants to run at those two guys. They haven't really shown a whole lot pass rush-wise, but I don't think that's necessarily what they've been asked to do so far. They have pushed the pocket quite a bit. They are eating those double teams, um, which is freeing Shaq and Nassib up. And our blitz game hasn't necessarily gotten home like I think Todd Bowles wants it to. And Samer posed a good question to me earlier. Do I think Todd Bowles will blitz Jared Goff or do I think we'll drop back and play coverage and hope that our front four can get pressure on on Goff without having to allot our secondary resources, our linebackers to the blitz game and leaving those young secondary guys out on islands? And my answer is I think we're going to blitz. I think Todd Bowles' defense is predicated on blitzing. I think he blitzes in his sleep. I think he blitzes when he's awake. I think he's going to have to get a little more creative with his blitzing. But I don't think there's any way in hell that Todd Bowles doesn't blitz the shit out of Jared Goff today. Which means that we're going to have to stick to Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup and Woods. VH3 and Davis and Stewart and Whitehead and Edwards have to play a lot better than they did last week. And listen, they are capable of doing it. This team is capable of winning this game. I know you're going to sit there and watch the pregame shows and NFL game day or listen to your podcast, and nobody's going to give the Bucks a chance to win this game. But this is the NFL. Most games are decided by less than a touchdown, just like our last three games were decided by less than a touchdown. Games can go either way, and this one is likely going to do the same. So we can win this game. We have the ponies to win this game. We have to play smart. We need another good performance. I'd love a great performance out of our quarterback, but a good one will do. The O-line needs to come with their fucking lunch pail, their lunchbox, their Yeti cooler, come to work today, punch that defense in the mouth, set the tone, play aggressively, don't lay down, because it's not going to be easy. It's a heavyweight fight when you play the L.A. Rams. It's weird saying the L.A. Rams still to this day. To me, they're the St. Louis Rams. Even though I grew up hearing L.A. Rams, I've been accustomed to now hearing St. Louis and always thinking St. Louis whenever it's a Rams game. I still have flashbacks of the greatest show on turf, not this group that they put together right now. But anyways, we got some Bucks takes. Yo, Betty. What's up, Stank? You mind getting off your fat, lazy ass and queuing up some of these Bucks takes? Huh, bitch? <laughs> uh, Stank, who the fuck are you calling fat, you gross piece of shit? Whoa, calm down there, Betty. All right, I will have you know that I'm going to be less fat coming up real soon because me, Sammer, Poppy Latte, and a bunch of other Bucks fans on Twitter are going to be having a little bit of a weight loss challenge here in October. Okay? Ha! <laughs> what do you mean, Stank? 
You guys are doing a biggest loser challenge, you fucking morons. It's not a biggest loser challenge, Betty, okay? Basically, all you have to do, I have a Twitter thread, which we are going to be talking mad shit and trying to motivate each other to lose some weight here in October. You know, kind of in the old sober October Joe Rogan podcast type vibe. All right. And all we're going to ask is that you post a picture of the scale, which you standing on it, October 1st. And then each week post an update and we will be on there to motivate you accordingly. And I already asked people fat shame the fuck out of me. My ass is like mm, 270. We'll see when I get on the scale here in a couple of days exactly where I'm at. But yeah, I need to lose a good 50 pounds. So fat shame the fuck out of me because I need that motivation. And some of you might too. All right. So this isn't for the soft hearted, safe space type motherfuckers. If you want to join, if you want to have some fun, if you want to talk some shit, get on that thread. Let us know. I'll put a little spreadsheet together and keep track of all of, all of our uh, weight loss, hopefully weight loss um, statistics. And you know, Stank, I've been calling you fat for years, and it hasn't motivated you very much. I mean, put down the fucking Twinkies, bitch. Fuck you, you old bitch. Why don't you just go and die already? Or at least cue up the Bucks takes. Fuck you, Stank. I hope you fall off the treadmill and break your front teeth. I hope you fall off the front teeth. Shut the fuck up, Betty, and play the Bucks takes. Hey, hey, Stank and Sammer, this is the chief pooper picker-upper for Zammy the Giant Sheepadoodle, the Bucks' biggest canine fan. Hey, guys, I just listened to your joint podcast. Man, 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 I needed that. All I have heard and read all week thus far are the faux fans like Lee and Ira on Joe Bucks fan just pouring salt in the wounds of of sincere, hopeful fans like us. And then I just listened to Rick Stroud. You have Rick uh, holding a circle jerk of, of co-hosts just spewing sarcasm, spewing sarcasm targeted at, at, at Bruce Arians. I mean, what a bunch of, of reporter frauds. You know, it, it just seems that these pieces of giant dog feces literally – Delight, literally delight in the loss of the Bucks. They just feed on it. I mean, I just imagine, you know, JDF having stock in some salt company because he knows that after every loss, he can just go on his site and just pour, pour, pour that salt into the wounds of sincere, genuine Bucks fans who just trade on hope, so much hope, because you are right. We are almost there. Man, I feel it. I feel it. I'm still positive. I will always stay positive because, you know, being negative sucks. And, you know, this giant sheepadoodle does not go negative. There's too much good in this world. Um, but, man, when I heard your podcast this morning, it delivered me true joy. And I just wanted to call it personally. Thank you. I love you guys. You, uh, you, you, you just, you just were a ray of sunshine, and I want to thank you. Okay, guys. Cheers. Zammy. That might be my favorite ever Bucks take. Really. Kudos to you, brother. I love the passion. It comes from the heart. 
That's how the majority of these Bucks fans out here feel, at least the ones who aren't trying to grab attention and always be right, because it's just lazy. Honestly, it's it's lazy journalism to sit out there and pour salt. It's just it's too easy. It's the low hanging fruit. And that's what these guys cater to. Okay, I heard Doomig years ago say that the phone rings when this team loses. It didn't ring during the wins. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to, you know, uh, sit there. You know, the complainers come out of the woodworks. That's what drives their business models. So don't get caught up in the bullshit. That's they're just trying to get clicks and sell ads. That's it. Drama sells ads. Drama gets clicks. They know it. That's their business model. I don't know what else to say, man. I don't know that they're bad guys. I think a lot of them have grown tired of covering this team. They're not fans. So that's part of the problem. You can name your site Joe Bucks fan. But if you're not really a fan of this team, then it has to be a grind to constantly cover him. Like, we are fans of this team. I've been a fan since I was a little kid. I went to my first game in 1982. I've got clowned unmercifully by all my friends, by people in school, throughout my life for being a Bucks fan. I was just at a business conference this weekend. Went to dinner with a, a couple of guys who live in Tampa. They hate the Bucks. They hate the Bucks. They're from, they live in our city, and they hate it. They hate the losing. They hate talking about the Bucks. They hate being associated with losing. So it takes a special person. It takes a real true fan to, to, to love this team. These guys don't love this team. Don't forget, this is not, they're not fans. They get paid to do this shit. And they know that nowadays, it's all about the hate. Hate sells, drama sells. Turmoil sells. That's why that's all they do is peddle that bullshit. And it's real easy today, man. You are not stuck anymore with one radio host or one radio station. You have all the options you want now as a Bucks fan. There are so many Bucks podcasts to choose from. And some will take the negative view. Some will roll with that business model and try to get clicks and post all the negative shit. And I can be negative at times as well. But at the end of the day, this is entertainment. That's why I follow this team. They're entertaining to me. I love it. I love it down to the minutia. We all do. All of us who follow every fucking transaction and watch every preseason game love this team, win or lose. The rest of you fair mother, fair weather motherfuckers, I just don't care about. Whether you come to the games or not, or whether you come on Twitter and talk shit or not, it doesn't matter to me. I only care about the true Bucks fans. Those are the ones who who make me happy. Those are, that's the reason I do this podcast. Not to shit on this team. I don't have any sponsors. I own businesses. I have business affiliates. I'm not putting them on here. I'm not trying to gain a penny. I'm not selling fucking t-shirts. I don't want any of that shit. I don't want any glory or any of that shit. I just want to talk about my team. I'll be critical when it's time to be critical. But going into every Sunday, I'm always going to feel like this team has a chance to win. Always. And call it myopic or whatever you want. But that's the view I'm going to take. That's the approach I'm going to take. And, Zami, I'm glad 
you came on here and said that shit because more fans need to see through the bullshit, see through the veil for what this media really is. And I'm not going to call them evil and I'm not going to go on some rant and say, oh, you need to not follow whatever. Blah, blah. Fuck that shit. That's what they do. They cater to, they cater to a certain crowd. If, you, if that's the crowd you want to be in, if you enjoy that kind of shit and you get entertainment and fun and find joy out of it, shit, that's fine. I read their articles sometimes. I listen to their podcasts sometimes. Sometimes I find it entertaining. Sometimes I don't. And now, like I said, you have the option to choose whoever, you, whoever the fuck you want to listen to. So anyway, Zami, much appreciated for that amazing take. Sorry if I went off on a rant, but... I know you you knew that you were going to strike a chord and you did because it's pa- I'm a passionate fan and it means so much to me to 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 love this team to have them here in my city. That's why I hurt so much when I go to games like the Giants game over the weekend and and I'm surrounded by 30,000 fucking guys in blue jerseys. That hurts me because I don't want this team to go anywhere. I want to live and die in this town. You know, I want to pass this this on to my daughter to my family. You know, we have fun. This is an event that we care about that we choose to spend our entertainment dollar on. And I don't want that to change. That's why I get so pissed off at that shit at that shit, because I knew how it was when we were winning. I knew the stadium was full of Bucks fans. Um, And, you know, one day it will be that way again. Hopefully this fucking ownership and this coaching staff and this team can get their shit together. Hopefully it will be that one day again. But you're not going to tell me any different. In my mind, we will be. In my mind, I do see the growth. You got to weed through all the obvious shit to see the growth. We've been in all three games. We've had the opportunity to win all three games. We should be 2-1 and one right now had it not been for this rookie kicker missing a high school field goal. Okay? That should be the approach. Yes, you can pick the coaching staff apart. You can pick Leftwich apart. You can pick Jameis apart. You can pick this defense apart and the receiver. You can do that forever at nauseum, but I don't want to hear that shit. Okay. I'm smart enough to know the difference between what it used to look like and what it looks like now. Does that mean we're going to win this Sunday in LA? Not necessarily. We're, we're facing a good team who knows how to win, who knows how to close games out. Okay. They've already been through this growing stage. They have a competent coaching staff. They have a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator. They have veterans on on that team that know how to win. So they don't beat themselves very often. And that's what we're striving for. That's what we're, we're working hard to attain. That's what bringing in a coaching staff of teachers like Bruce Arians does. But it doesn't happen overnight. And everybody who wants that instant gratification just needs to chill the fuck out. Okay, let this season play out for whatever it is. This is a season of teaching and growing. We want to see them grow each week. We don't want to see them take steps back, obviously, but we got to let it play out, man. Don't just fucking give up on the team after three games. Okay, I I, I won't. I hope you guys don't. On to the next one, Betty. Stank, what's up? This is Brent from Houston, Texas. Yeah, a little disappointed about Sunday's game, but, you know, I'm a Buck fan through and through, so we're gonna rally after this. We're gonna look at this moment as a as a point in our, our season and we're gonna turn it around from here. Keeping oaks high, keeping my confidence up. Go fucking bucks. Brent, what's up, baby? Go fucking bucks. Exactly, okay? And I'm not trying to 
you know, sprinkle fairy dust on this shit. One and two is not where we want to be at. We want to win football games, right? I'm not trying to say this is a finished product and we're, you know, going to win every game this season and we're playoff or Super Bowl bound. They have to show me more than what we've seen so far for me to get to that level. But again, I love this team and I'm not going to shit on them every chance I get just because I want you to click on my fucking website or listen to my podcast. I don't care if I have two listeners. I don't though. I've got hundreds of listeners. One day I'll have thousands of listeners. And even if I had one of you motherfuckers listening, I would still do this podcast because I do it for myself. Call me selfish, but I do this podcast for me. I, I want to get my my pain out there, my feelings out there, my emotion out there. I want to share my experience of being a Bucks fan for fucking 40 years with the rest of you guys. I want to hear what you guys have to say as well. I want to have a conversation, but I don't do this for clicks, man. So fuck these guys. Like I said, you have a choice. Some fans choose to go on Facebook, which is even fucking worse. Anyways, Brent, thank you for the Bucks take. Thank you for representing Texas, a Texas Bucks fan calling up into the Bucking Idiots podcast. Bro, please don't be a stranger. You can leave one after every game. I will play it after each and every game. All of you guys can leave Buck take, Bucks takes before or after games or whenever you want. You can be sitting in a hot tub with three strippers and call me. I don't really give a fuck. The number is 813-444-8807. You can pause this podcast and call me right now. You can talk about anything except for fucking politics because fuck politicians. Uh, outside of that, I don't give a fuck. You got some relationship issues? Call me. I'll tell you. I'm old. I got some experience. Anyways, we got more Bucks takes. Go ahead, Betty. Hit him with the next one. It's game day. Let's shock the shit out of the world. Hey, it's Michelle in Tallahassee. You know what? I have totally forgotten about last weekend. I feel like this is a different team, and unlike the other years, we are going to bounce back from what happened. I feel like B.A. and his massive <clears throat> coaching staff aren't going to allow them to wallow in it. And it's a new day in Tampa Bay. Go Bucks! Beat the shit out of those Rams. Hell yeah, Michelle. Go Bucks! Let's beat these fucking Rams, okay? We've done it before. We beat some of the greatest Rams teams of all times, baby. The Bucks and the Rams have that kind of special fucking history together. And I've witnessed some heartaches, and I've witnessed some great games. Obviously, we know we've witnessed the most fucking fucked up heartache game ever with the Bird Emanuel catch in the Dungeon years. If you're old enough to remember that. But anyways, beat the fucking Rams. Michelle, you know we love you. We love to hear from you each and every week. Go Bucks. Let's do this. Let's drop that last Bucks take, Betty. Stink. Random man over in Arizona. Just want to give you my score prediction. I say 24-21 Bucks. Matt Gay redeems himself. 45-yard game-winning field goal. Go Bucks! Panda Man, what's up, baby? What's good out there in Arizona with all that dry-ass, chap-lips-ass weather? Thank you for calling in to the Bucking Idiots Podcast. 
I love the prediction. Matt Gay stands up and gets one back for us. I would love it. I would love nothing more for him to redeem himself after costing us one last week because we should be 2-1-1 on right now. We played well enough to win that game. And Matt Gay owes us one now, doesn't he? Matt Gay needs to come and get one back for us in a game just like this where field goals are going to matter. Every play is going to matter. And as long as we don't beat ourselves and we execute, we should be in this game. And Matt Gay needs to be a big part of this. This game and every game going forward. Anyways, fucking idiots. You know I love you. It's fucking game day. You got better shit to do. Let's go fucking Bucks. I want to hear that shit. Call me after the game. 813-444-8807. Let me know how you're feeling. Feeling good? You're feeling bad? Up or down? I don't give a fuck. We'll talk about it. All right, Bucks fans. Peace out. Peace out.